2: another episode of Horror Movie Night. It is 1992. We haven't left the 90s and I don't think we're leaving the 90s anytime soon. And we're talking about a movie that is was very confusing for me to watch knowing it was a Scott pick because all things considered, the first 90% of this movie is basically just like a cop procedural i didn't pick it for that though but that just goes off the fucking rails in the last like 10 minutes of it i am so ready to talk about this the box art to this movie looks like it's a werewolf film i want to say yeah and it i i spent most of the movie thinking yeah this is a werewolf movie he's he's hunting the werewolf and boy was i wrong scott (laughs) how did you even hear about this movie and what led to you picking it
1: So I don't remember how I came across this film. I just, I I mean, I probably saw the the box at the video store, one of the video stores that I grew up going to, Uh, never watched it. And then I think that this came up maybe five or ten at the most years ago as a suggestion on youtube and i watched it and i was like man this shit's boring uh, when's the monster
2: gonna show up because that monster <laughs> I, looks
1: sick it looks like the i spent a lot comic. of
2: this movie asking when's the monster gonna get here yeah
1: yeah i, I was all about the, the waiting for the monster to show up and i just figured that it would be i mentioned it in the group at some point relatively recently like within the mm. last six months or something like that but it's like buddy cop procedural horror movie that can't decide what it wants to be. So, I don't know, guys. Like it's I'm not upset about picking it, but I don't have answers for you.
0: That's yeah, no, I think, I think just... that's the best type of movie. Scorpio stand up. Where are my Scorpios at? <laughs> where, where are you? we you going to kill some people. What are we doing?
1: So, I I read a bunch of hosts and IMDb trivia and all sorts of stuff about because I was just trying to get to the I went down a little bit of a rabbit hole trying to get to the 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 root of how the concept of this movie started, and it doesn't seem like anybody really has the answer, I mean, that I could find it. I know that it was a really hard production, and so the actual cinematographer, was it, or was the director bailed uh, for the last section of the movie? This monster, which I really wish that the monster was in the movie more, I wish that this movie was a lot more like The Relic. Okay. Which is on my long list. It's not a good movie, and no one knows it's a bad movie. No one that was working the movie knows it's a bad movie. There's a lot of, it's a lot more like, you know there's a monster. And this movie, they keep talking about how it's a serial killer, and I'm like, they give you the fucking monster on the art. So why are they trying to make it be a surprise?
2: It's well. well did you read? Monster. Did you read about the the original script for this? Maybe, Pentagon. but please, oh, or pentagram, pentagram, yes, pentagram. that it was originally yes. going so, to
1: be called pentagram, and it was a supernatural killer, and it was, supposed, and then the and they, first
2: power came out.
1: Yes, and they were like, it's too much like the first power, and yeah. I mean, I feel like it's not much of a stretch from the original concept.
2: No, I think, it, yeah. I almost think that they kept the first like 80 hours of written. the movie is really yeah, not. Oh, like, yeah. well, that also, doesn't sound like a different How does that monster,
1: like, how does Scorpio the monster with its like chitin human killing nails uh, that are about four inches long right on mirrors and walls and blood like and how does also what is it is it a demon is it an alien is it so
2: so i'll Dude, tell you is that it according a rat?
0: i thought it was going to be a
1: rat I was gonna say, according
2: to wikipedia it's a mutated rat i see zero what? rat features anywhere in it because you have to keep in mind that That's the whole Howard point of this movie the whole point of this movie is that it is like a hey global warming's Stopian. getting crazy yeah. and it's fucking with nature. Mm-hmm. So it's supposed 2008, to be like baby, yeah. Fuck it's yeah. supposed yeah. to when be this mutated, this mutated sewer rat. Because then it's implied that there's more of them in the very like end of the movie where you see oh, with like the bubbles? there's some that with the bubbles. Makes, so uh, I okay.
1: I really didn't catch that didn't and read I, that, I yeah. ironically did not read the synopsis of of the Wikipedia
2: page. Oh, I needed to know what the, because it felt like this was one of those movies <laughs> I where- I felt like I knew everything. I didn't feel like this, I missed a well, no, beat. This is one of those movies where it's so strange and it's both so slow. But then things will happen so at random that like I would be like, am I missing something? <laughs> like like I feel mm-hmm. like something had to have happened by now. Mm-hmm. And then I would like check the wiki paragraph and be like, nope, this is where I'm at. I I remember all of these scenes that it's describing, so. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah, you didn't miss anything.
0: Any uh, any explanation for any uh, for silver nipples uh in the strip club? Any explanation for Do why You mean like woman's... the weird
2: SM leather strip club? Yeah, and her That's nipples were
0: completely painted yeah. silver. It's all oh, future, future. All right. Are you this sure those were
1: pasties? I don't know. No. no,
0: they were they were painted silver. I, they were I like think silver I, sharpie. I wasn't
1: paying attention because I
0: was yeah. like, well you miss nipples I'm sorry you know um, I, I
1: was I, I don't like the I'm gonna yuck some yums. sorry, I don't yeah. like leather stuff. I don't yeah. like the 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 vibe, you know like but the, in that night, girl in the background of your picture, Right. With that face mask, it doesn't do it for me. Everybody, like the the does, It doesn't
0: do it for Rutger Hauer either. He rips it off and goes ah <laughs> just like why is he so pissed so that she had lips.
2: Here's something <laughs> wild was when when Rutger Hauer is first walking through this like who is dingy. unhinged the entire movie? Oh, just completely. Who, apparently, the writer originally wanted Harrison Ford for this role so and then weird. was like, Rutger yeah. Howard's perfect. Like, he was like, that's perfect. Um, but when he was walking through the hallway, there was a split second where I was like... A split second? Uh, I was it? like, this motherfucker looks like Giles from Buffy. And then I was like, man, this movie would be so much better if it was Anthony Holy Stewart. Holy fuck. They <laughs> like, wouldn't even
1: have to have the buddy cop. It could just be Giles... Because he's already British. And we've seen yeah. him play a bad guy in genetic opera, a repo of the genetic opera, and Ted Lasso. So yeah. you know, he he could play good cop, bad cop all at once. Man, yeah, that would be, be great. Anthony Stewart head. Um, that would be fantastic. Yeah. So I
2: I had written I so very rarely do I talk about anything technical in this movie. But there is one thing that i absolutely had to mention from a technical standpoint and I'm hoping that Kyle caught this I'm hoping Scott caught this there is a scene where they are in the police office and it I was like someone did not white balance these cameras because everybody's face is so washed out by the lights inside this office and I'm like is this a style choice? And then I'm Something like, went like nope, wrong. "Nope, nope." Something it went was wrong. it was like
1: that somebody was out sick, and they just had like the second shooters there for the day. And yeah, the
0: hard the hard shoot that they described was trying to light that scene. <laughs> was, well, I mean, was, I
1: love that the that the secondary cast pretty pretty much everybody that works at that police station. Was in Braveheart (laughs) just like like two years later because you got Pete Postlethwaite, who I'm pretty sure was in uh, Braveheart. I know for a fact that the guy who's the lieutenant who has the most amazing freak out later on, which Mm -hmm. I will get to, he plays one of the Scottish or the Irish lords in Braveheart. Um, I mean, sadly, Ricker Howard was not in Braveheart. Can you imagine? Could you oh, fucking imagine. imagine? Wait, wait, dude. was
2: Mike was Michael Pollard in there as well? Because I always get excited <laughs> ah. <laughs> when he pops up in some shit. Dude, I love, I have to I love when he
0: pops up. I'll have He's to rewatch so Braveheart right. if Catch I you. if
2: I forgot that he was in there. Um, I'm gonna you know, say like, he was
1: in it, but you're gonna have to watch the whole movie and check. Dude.
0: <laughs> Less than half of this cast was British. <laughs> like there was such a weird I felt, mix. That, you know, like, the entire, like, everybody that works at the takes place in London, but. Like the leads have come over from uh, America for yeah, and what, Kim Cattrall is a weird fit for this too. Weird well, fit. But
2: but the Kim weird. Cattrall of it all too is like <laughs> I want to I want to use that phrase forever. Yeah, the, Kim the Kim Cattrall, Cattrall of, it of it all. Like, but like, what? there's no one in this movie that I would say is like a big name. But they all seem bigger than this movie deserves, if that makes sense. Yeah, they're not (laughs) Harrison Ford, but they're definitely like... Like, this doesn't feel... Like, this movie feels like it's a film... I'm going to throw this out as this was going to be one of my two double feature options. I'm just going to mention it now. It makes more sense. So, first of all, when I hit play on this movie, there was a split second that I thought the wrong movie was starting... I'm gonna keep saying split second. I'm sorry. There's a split <laughs> hey guys, second. Hey, listeners, do in... you know what we're talking about this week? Yeah. Yeah. Wait. Hold
0: on. Should this be a drinking game now? What was that sound? Purgatory. It's a coffee stout because he drinks so yeah, much I was, coffee. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I, I have
1: my, um, I have my mug,
2: and I was just gonna mm-hmm. be like, where's my goddamn coffee? Yeah. All right. There's
0: lots of sugar. So it's just when water, I though.
2: when I hit play on this movie and we get that little like in 2008 the global warming crisis like pushed things to an unfixable point or whatever like that whole thing's rolling and until the title card came up i was like have we already watched this movie and i realized i was mistaking it for shocking dark (laughs) and like (laughs) and like shocking dark is like but like shocking dark it's like that movie you look at that cast and you're like yeah (laughs) like like, of course like not a hyperlink to be found (laughs) (laughs) for the most part (laughs) but like this it's like god almost every person that's in this movie has done shit (laughs)
0: like star studded dude yeah (laughs) truly very studded there was one you know I haven't watched enough like cops with vendetta movies really uh in my life like Shocking. going back on the force to it's right <laughs> you know how much i love police, how much I love <laughs> police movies. Um, your your a a c a b is all cops are yeah. buddies <laughs> yeah. there's one moment where rucker howard loses his shit and is in the middle of outside somewhere in the middle of a lot of people and just fires his gun full round up in the air and then gets swarmed by other people yeah. with guns in, pub- in public attack. and but then, and then his partner is like no no he's fine he's a police officer as if like we needed to like this dude's literally losing his shit firing a gun up in the air and everybody's like, oh, you're right. It's okay that he does this because he's a police officer, which means that he's totally safe and that he's not going to hurt anybody. And then it's like, I'm like, like <laughs> everybody back away with their guns now drawn. At hey, this Kyle, guy.
2: stop watching this. Through your 2023 eyes, when this is a 2008 movie, and we all know that there was absolutely no problem with the police back then. That's right. You know what? You're right. You're right. Actually,
0: you know, and in 1992, especially as far away from Los Angeles as we can be, there was no problems with police. At there was all. no
2: major news reports of anything of any kind happening right. with the police at with that time. With the point. police. Everybody's um, fine. Well, that's the thing. That was the thing that kept me. Like, I. I've made a reference to this last week that I literally was watching like some random Steven Seagal bullshit the other day and like sent you guys like a 15 second video clip from it. But this movie feels more like a Steven Seagal movie for the first hour than anything else we've ever talked about. It does. It feels like a
0: a movie my grandfather would watch on TNT. Or USA or whatever right after, the fuck. Right yeah,
2: after, yeah. Or Evans' grandmother would watch after Death Wish three yeah, after or Death something. <laughs> 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 Nana B, Nana B is <laughs> getting another shout out. He's gonna uh, love that. Man. So uh. <laughs> my, no, it's so funny because my notes are like three or four things in the first like five minutes, long gap, <laughs> and then like yeah. eight notes for the last like yeah. ten minutes of this movie. I, I, yeah, because I pick you're up living
1: a, for the the end of this movie. Yeah. Oh my god. And truly. it's a pay,
2: dude. Does it pay itself off? Yeah. Um, before we talk about The Creature, though, I do want to read two reviews that are so mean <laughs> that I had to copy them down. I thought that down. we weren't allowed to be negative on this show, man. One one is from Variety. Variety, when this movie came out, wrote, Split Second is an extremely stupid monster <laughs> movie. I, I agree. <laughs> And then the Los Angeles Times wrote, it's hard to think of a less satisfactory creature feature in recent memory than the simply terrible split second. And I was just like, man, they weren't, the critics were, the fact that this was, again, to say like, this is got more of a backing than it deserves, like... Variety and the Los Angeles Times in 1992 weren't reviewing some, like, straight-to-video bullshit, which means that right. this was, like, sent to critics. Yeah, but do you like, want to know something crazy, which I'll I'm bet sure you wrote do. down.
1: Uh, wait, I, I, no,
2: was it profitable?
1: No, it underperformed at the box office, and you want to know why? It came out the weekend of the L.A. riots. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait. That, that's what I'm talking about, man. Yeah, you you mentioned that and I was like, wait, did I write something down about the riots? I was that's like, oh, so I funny.
0: Did I didn't Oh yep. my God. That this all of this tracks. This movie hits on a lot of levels uh for me. I gave it four stars on Letterboxd. <laughs> um I loved this movie. I loved Kim Cattrall getting hit by a pigeon. Um oh, that was maybe and the my pigeon
1: favorite. On on Ruckerhauer's head when he wakes up.
0: My God. Like I, there was so many there was so many little Things and details that I was like, okay, so they did think about this movie. Like, they, you know, oh, like, and the, the rat
1: catching and the plague pit posters in the background. Like, the the, yes. the actual sets are fantastic.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I loved I, his partner turning into a version of himself because he's, like, seen too much yeah, now. And, yeah. like, I was just like, there's, I was like, this is on. It's it, just it, it, it did not stupid stupid deliver fuck, on the monster. Though. I would I would I would absolutely agree because I was like I didn't know if there was a monster. I thought it was just a serial killer. I went in totally blind. I, I also no, well, if no it's blind. a rat,
2: if it's a mutated rat, how can it read and write? Look, there's a lot of questions. <laughs> I so It's a demon. Point. So it's Kyle, demon. Kyle, you and I were on the phone briefly today. Mm-hmm. And you set a challenge for me and I don't think I succeeded. But you said I'm curious if we both think the creature looks like the same thing. <laughs> oh, so Yeah. So I wrote down that I think that the qu- creature looks like a bizarre mixture of the deadly spawn monster mixed with the little girl's costume from Space Invaders. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, no,
0: we weren't no, we weren't gelling on this. Um I thought it was the baddie from Power Rangers, the movie. Whatever the big oh, like the guy with the, I the news. Fucking... No, no, no.
1: One of the the kaiju. No. Oh, oh, the guy with the skin. He's red. He's like red. He's
2: got like the the shredder. Yeah. Oh yes, yes, yes. Oh yeah. my god, he does. Hold on yeah. a second. I I do need. to. I don't know his
0: name, and I didn't do. I didn't do my due diligence to look that one wow. up. Wow. This um, disappointing. this will. I kind of thought that Matt would just answer it for me.
2: <laughs> no,
1: I. He's our apologize. resident. Me- yeah, me- mega but. Power Rangers guy so here's the thing about it while Matt's getting that character name um this is the most image comics 1992 monster oh. design ever like mm-hmm.
2: it is it looks exactly so like right. everybody that Jim Lee would have been doing in no, early I just, image comics for the Patreon and for you two, I just for for because I know that I'm the only one that's watched Spaced Invaders in the last like couple years this is the little girl's costume. Yeah. In Space oh, okay. The yeah. Like,
0: there is a literal they, shot they that it. looks
2: <laughs> like that. Yeah. They. Yeah. I mean, that was that 1990. They the, had to have had that costume lying around. It was shooting they had to they cut corners that after they paid
1: inserts. for Rooker Howard, Kim Cattrall, and Michael yeah. Pollard to be in this. Yeah.
2: yeah. Dude, and yeah, then we don't really then, see the
0: whole monster.
1: No, it's maybe. always we in bits and pieces. No, you see the whole monster a couple times at the end. He jumps from. Oh, he does jump from
0: the car and. Oh my God! The part when it's running after Kim
1: Cattrall. Oh, the hand! It is so fucking dumb. Um, that right after that, I
0: wrote. A, it's so stiff.
1: It's yeah, so it's like th- also it's like how is its wrist so powerful that it can like break sheet metal? This. It should be the claws, Huge. but right. it was like they probably originally tested that scene with the claws, and they're like, we can't tell that it's a hand. It just looks like a couple claws, and they're like,
0: we'll put the whole fucking arm up. You know, <laughs> it's like at that point, if, it's just like why not? Like why the fuck not? You yeah. know, nobody's yeah. going to think it's a rat. Nobody's going to think, like, that guy, a bugger. Lord, Lord Zed. From Lord Empowering. Zed.
2: Uh, but yes, no. So the other things that I wrote down about this monster was <laughs> that the noises that it makes, it never forms words, but the entire time I was waiting for it to just be like, whist, because it sounds just like the decapitated head and reanimator. whenever he's near the creature, like the weird, like... <sighs> like <laughs> struggling to breathe listen the whole it's got it,
1: it, it's just because you're a mutant killing machine doesn't mean that you don't have asthma uh, right, maybe yeah, you're out is. in the 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 cold the sewers elements. with the water everywhere and you just yeah. London
0: gets cold dude yeah. and then fuck London your
1: fog. He needs a poor guy needs a, a raincoat Yeah. And then Rucker (laughs) Howard to kill the monster punches its heart out. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) How is Rucker Howard a superhero himself? How that's what I'm saying is it's definitely a demon, and Rucker Howard is, um, possessed by the Holy Spirit, by the angel Gabriel or some shit, and then he um is able to take out. Oh, also it a lot uh, of coffee. A lot. Yeah. He's just hyped up he's on caffeine and meth. Up. Um yeah. Yeah, he's like she's like uh Cottrell uh who also that's his dead partner's ex-wife that he stole. Um yeah, which yeah. is weird. Um it shouldn't I, I don't like that concept, but that's no. just me. Bad that's bad karma. Uh, yeah, yeah, like they they both deserved a lot worse than they got in this. But yeah, so um it was it, it when he pulls out Scorpio's heart. Um and we can't dis miss the fact that scorpio is obsessed with the occult so that plus the fact that it looks crazy and it doesn't look anything like a rat and three that when he's holding its heart and it's dying for real um it that like there's 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 custard coming out of the heart valves yeah
0: phantasm mustard custard yes um
1: yeah very dead alive and phantasm mustard custard uh and you can hear the souls of the damned who are yeah. crying out. So it is absolutely a demon. Yeah,
2: yeah. no, sorry. I checked yeah. the wiki. It says they fi- they discover the truth. The killer is not human. It is a large, horrific, and potentially demonic
1: creature. <laughs> well, I'm telling like, you yeah. that <laughs> yeah, I, I have demonic. solved. I have cracked the code. The case is solved. This cold yeah. case can be
2: closed for good <laughs> because it is and a demon. I, and then to answer this question, it says during the fight, Durkin wounds the creature's chest enough to allow Stone to pull the monster's heart out of its. Oh, room cage.
0: thank you, Durkin, for doing the, the the heavy lifting on this one. So Durkin, I don't even
2: just... know him. <laughs> yeah,
0: my uh, favorite. Speaking of hearts, I do want to just point this one out real quick because there was a heart in Rutger Howard's refrigerator. Like there was a scene where he opens up, mm-hmm. the, but but there's not the heart's on a plate in the fridge, mm-hmm. but the fridge, all the inside of the fridge is covered in blood. Yeah. So, it's almost as <laughs> like they put the heart in, shook it all around <laughs> to cover the inside of this refrigerator with blood, placed it Back on the plate and shut the door of the fridge. It's like, it's just, I know, Scorpio visually is an important. Artiste,
2: all right. Yeah.
0: I mean, absolutely. It was so still beating,
2: Kyle. Itself. Come on. It was pulsating. They I quickly mean, put it on the plate, shut the door, and yeah, just let go, it do its job. No, what yeah. I want to think is yeah. that, that Scorpio have you not seen Temple of Doom? <laughs> yeah. Scorpio <laughs> ripped <laughs> it out of whoever's chest
1: and then sucked Harrison on the Ford. wound and yeah. then, like, spat the blood into everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, and then it took, It stepped back, it took a look, and it was like, it gave a thumbs up with its three-inch nails, and then
0: it walked out,
1: and it yeah. bit Kim Cattrall on the neck. On Dear the way,
0: Yeah, mouth. on the way out. Took a bite. Took a quick bite <laughs> on the <laughs> way out. Loved uh, loved the Knights of White Satin, um, both the regular Knights of White Satin and then some beautiful instrumental during a yeah. very tender, Dude, loving there's, piece. Yeah.
2: There's some, like, again, Weird there choices. was a budget behind this. There's a witchcraft yeah. cover to end this movie, yeah. like... They yeah. paid money for song rights. Um, yeah. All right, well, oh, we can I, be, The last thing I have to do is my impression of the
1: police chief, um, because police. I wrote it down phonetically, so I'm going to try and say it the way he said it, but I may not do as well. But listeners, hey, forgive me. this is a me. safe
0: space. No, it is absolutely not a <laughs> safe space. Is really not.
1: No, after Streets of Fire, I know that this is not a safe space for me. <laughs> all, um, the, all the split-second fans are going to come after me for this impression. <laughs> The Brits are going to be like, Oi! <laughs> so, anyway, he goes, What am I supposed to... Ah, oh, fuck, I already fucked it up. What am I supposed to do? Put out an APB for some fucking guy who looks like the devil answers to the name of Lucifer. And then he yells at some poor woman who walks by, he's like, Yeah, you! Uh, that... <laughs> it's wild. But the thing... Also, I forgot right before that, Rooker Hauer leaves Kim Cattrall to sleep in his shithole apartment that is terrible just like it is is tetanus four by four feet by four feet of tetanus Um, and and, uh, so he leaves her and then I realize that the future is so fucked up because he like licks these chocolates and then sticks them on his nasty fridge in the shape of a heart and they melt there a little bit and she gets up and she sees it she takes one off and she shrugs her shoulders and eats it
0: Yeah nasty as fuck that's love num num Scott, num Scott you can't you don't know what they've been through I okay? sure don't and I don't no.
1: I, I don't think that it's gonna <laughs> stop her from getting you know food poisoning
2: no hey, it's bad that's the it's risk horrible. you take for love <laughs>
0: what? My co-host Morgan and I track down the people you didn't know you needed to hear from. It's like hot sex in a mug. We are the Maximum Mediocrity Podcast, and we are on
2: all major podcasting platforms. We'll be waiting for you. Scott, you picked this. What would you make your double feature with this bad boy?
1: So I, hmm, I originally thought that I thought for one, and then I was like, oh, no. There's another one. And then there's a third thing that doesn't, I don't know if it really exists. So I have a couple that I need to talk through, but I'm gonna give you one. And then when you guys are done, I'll give you my second. And then I'm gonna ask you guys if you know what I'm talking about for the third thing that may exist or not. So the first thing that came to mind is Buffy the Vampire Slayer, because we have Rooker Hauer in it. I think it was actually the next year, right? 1992-93? Or were they both 92? I think it's
2: the same year. I think they were both 92. Mm
1: -hmm. I mean, you can tell by his physique that they were close. Um, And I just absolutely love Rooker Hauer. Um, He is one of those dead actors that I feel like it would have been super fun to meet at a con.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You know, I and mean, you I don't have, know. He I could have, have loved have it, or he good... could have been the grumpiest man possible. He could have been a like... Savini. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like... yeah. right. Uh, all right, how about you, Kyle? Uh, I went
0: with Time Cop. I think there's like <laughs> yep. this sort of like, yeah. Yep. <laughs> I mean, it just
2: makes a lot of sense to me.
0: Um, I went with. I went... I'm not gonna. I went with Time Cop.
2: All right, guys. I know that literally just an episode or so ago, I said, you know, I'm really trying hard not to pick the same like five movies that I always Space pick. Invaders. But, but you got a disgruntled cop trying to get revenge on his dead partner. He's hanging out in a fucking sewer. Of course, I'm picking Alligator to go with this oh, movie. Oh. like, I'm like uh, too bad
1: that his his uh, his new partner doesn't have world class boobs.
2: Well, hold on a second. Here's the breasts. here's the other thing that made me go. Oh, I have to pick Alligator is do you remember what his dead partner's name is
0: is it dick durkin is it dick is it durkin
2: no oh okay his dead his dead partner was foster who's the star of alligator robert foster it just don't make sense to me um but i also want to give i want to give a shout out to amazon prime that was really on the top of their game with their you might like this next selection, which was Chud. Yeah, <laughs> <Like this>.
0: yeah. <laughs> I was hoping I, I didn't know if the algorithm was going to be the same suggestion yeah. or what. But I was yeah. like, Chud. yep, that, that is suggestion. the
2: exact right answer. <laughs>
0: Amazon yeah, yeah. If,
1: if right next to it, Death Machine would have come up, that <laughs> oh, would have that would also came to mind. That was my second one that mm-hmm. uh, I was like, Death Machine. It's it's basically the same fucking movie, except one's yeah. a robot and one's a demon. Um, but so here here's what I need you guys to help me with. does this exist? Um, So quick backstory, every Thanksgiving growing up, my mom and dad would put my sister and I in the car and we would drive down to North Carolina to have Thanksgiving with my dad's dad side of the family. It was Thanksgiving weekend of 94 or 5 or 6. I I really got it down to three years. I don't know if it was a movie or a TV episode, and I only caught like five minutes of it, but it was some sort of Thing where there was this, you know, you know, in Screamers, there are those, there are robots, or yeah, they're like the little balls, yeah, yeah, but they 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 have like a tail and they look kind of like a. Do
0: they look like a phantasm ball with? N- like, so,
1: Screamers they kind of look like a manta, almost okay. like they 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 are kind of round, but then they have like wingy type things that that taper down into a tail, and then they're segmented, kind of almost like a pagolin. I don't know if it was a monster or a robot I think it was some sort of robot creature thingy or thingies that were you would see from their perspective and they were in like some sort of park like you know Central Park or something and they were like attacking people's chest and like shooting through their chests and like killing them somehow maybe taking their hearts and I think that there was like a cop that was somehow ta- trying to Solve the case. That's why I, I, it could have been some sort of T V show and that's why it hasn't come up, because 'cause I've looked for a long time. This and like one other movie that I have never been able to find you know, my like childhood, you know, cable memories.
0: Were they using a weapon to go through the chests or was it sort of like
1: think own it was them. was think that think that little little creatures, or a, a robot or some a sort of creature that was, of like shooting through people's chests, and then there was this hole in the people's chests when the people's the would When them, the he would like... them, and he was like, I'm going to get this motherfucker that's punching holes in people's chests.
0: Was the hole, um, did you, do you remember seeing the hole in the chest? No, like, was I think it, that no? it was either okay. a TV editor or it was a TV oh, okay. thing. A TV thing. Okay.
1: All
2: right. Well, I don't know. Listeners, please I, I help don't me. think I, I was going to say, listen, you can contact right. us on our Facebook group. You can hit yeah. up the Instagram. You can email us at HMN podcast at com. I love it, shit
0: like this, but I have no, Yeah,
2: have not no even, idea. A, that's not even a remote, I'm excited.
0: Please. I'm excited to get, for you to get an answer is. I'm not expecting however one, I truly am not. No, but, when, but, there's, but you know, the, the right, glorious moment got a, where you might.
2: Yeah, we've got a great listener base that I'm has gonna some pick, can obscure a, shit.
0: Can we take bets on listeners? I think Damon's gonna get it. I think Damon <laughs> has this
2: in the bag. He is a veritable wealth yeah. of, of just the most good obscure call. knowledge. That's a good mm-hmm. call. All right, what, what do you want to talk about that you've maybe witnessed, seen, read, et cetera? I have been reading like a fiend for the last month um,
1: nice. I was reading on Kindle. Megan started reading Sarah J. Maas, M-A-A-S, series A Court of Thorns and Roses, which mm-hmm. is incorrectly jokingly referred to in social media as fairy porn, like, you know, fantasy porn, romanticy, yeah. as I like to call it. The first book, which is called The Court of Thorns and Roses, kind of leans more heavily into that concept of, like, a Beauty and the Beast but more high fantasy less fairy tale Type story and then it, so far. There are five books I've read three Megan's read all five of the current books But I so I read the first one and I was like this is fun. I read it pretty fast the second book I was like I love this it was a uh, court of mist and fury the third one is like a war book and so there's very little like sex. Oh, but by the way, the sex scenes are fucking hot. But it's really the, the, the it's the romance of like between some of the main characters that that is why people consider it a romance series. It's not like flowery, it's not I don't know exactly. It's it's like really good. It's like healthy relational relationship type discussions, but there's also like monsters and fairies and magic and battles and murder and gore I mean they're like 700 page books and so I like smashed 2,000 pages in the last month which is just wild wow. for someone who in the last five years of his life has mostly stuck with short form stories yeah stories. No, that's awesome so All right. really really
0: good highly recommend Kyle how about you I watched not per it wasn't per Brian's recommendation um, sure, sure. But it was per a reference that Brian made, and then Vinegar Syndrome put out this film, uh, this box set. It's a beautiful box set uh, for Thriller, A Cruel Picture. Also, the edit is called They Call Her One Eye. Anyway, but the, the, the edit, the international edit of it is They Call Her One Eye, if I remember correctly, and it's 90 minutes. I watched the not-edited version, uh, which included... Uh, actual hardcore pornographic scenes included in this exploitation film that is super like prominent. Like I've always, I've always been familiar with the poster art or the idea, not even the idea. I don't even know the, I didn't even know the synopsis, but I just knew that thriller or the caller one eye was a, a popular exploitation film, right? And so when this, when this 4K got released, super popular. Last year, I was a Vinegar Syndrome subscriber, so I got the box set, and me being some sort of, like, cult movie person <laughs> for a portion of my career, I felt like I was like, I guess I need to watch this now. We used clips of it in, in the documentary we did. I, I don't know, dude. It didn't fucking do it, nothing. Dude. I I
1: don't know. I've never seen There's, that poster. I just looked it up and
2: I, I just yeah, I, I was not, doing the exact same. I'm like I do not know what he's talking about. I'm really? like when did Brian bring this up? It's been yeah, so a while. Back might have been September. In our, it was was September. It was in our chat or was he on the it show? It was in our it was no, it was in our chat. It
0: wasn't on okay. the show. It was in our, our chat. So it was yeah, it was aside from the show, but um he did bring it up in our chat and um no no, it's in in a list of like exploitation pictures like particularly like i mean it sort of is rape revenge you know this woman um gets well i saw
2: uh, the tagline they took they took her voice they took her sight and she'll take everything that she can back or something like that yeah yeah (laughs) yeah
0: i mean this this quick synopsis is that as a as a child she was um sexually assaulted and she then turned mute and then this as she turns into a a teenager or or a young adult she gets um Abducted by this rich man who then gets her addicted to heroin and employs her as uh, a sex worker, as a as a as a slave, as a sex slave. Really, he writes letters to her parents and ends up killing her parents because her parents think that her the, they she doesn't love her anymore. Like you know, and then she ends up taking enacting revenge upon the people that have abused and used her. I don't know, dude. I don't know why I brought it up here. Um, <laughs> it's just what I watched because we asked um, you a
1: blank question and you. Yeah,
0: answer. I mean, I watched other stuff. <laughs> I watched I watched I watched Bride Wars from 2009 recently that was fun too but just as far as as far as the show goes I just I don't know I have a problem with rape revenge films or revenge Per sexual assault films that I need to investigate a little bit more, and I'm glad that I watched it. I'm not super stoked that I have it in my collection, and I think I'll make a buck if I try to sell it back on eBay. So, um, that's what I. Hey, creature features around the
2: corner. You could make a couple bucks. Uh, All right. right. So, I'm gonna go from Kyle's horrific choice really uh, downer to to something that I've been telling Kyle he needs to watch ASAP, and I, I think. I may have mentioned this either on a Patreon episode or off the air very briefly, but I finished watching uh, both seasons of Gravity Falls, um, which my friend Lauren had recommended to me. And, you know, at the end of every year, I do like a whole bunch of top 10 lists. And it's one of them is like TV shows, old TV shows that I watched for the first time this year. And I know it's early to say in late January, but I really am hard pressed to, to imagine that a show will actually top Gravity Falls. It's just, I, I told Kyle like this is the cartoon you would make if you decided to make a kid's cartoon. Mm-hmm. Um, but what's so awesome about it to me is like the first, the whole first season, it's 220 episode seasons. The first season is a total like monster of the week series. And then at the very end of the last episode, they introduce a character who then kind of becomes the big bad for the second season. And the second season becomes hyper serialized. Like to the point that like every episode is a cliffhanger into the next episode. How Disney could even air this (laughs) syndication wise is like real strange to think about. But what's so cool is that like as you watch this like literally 15 part final episode like broken into these 20 minute individual episodes every single what you thought was a throwaway monster of the week in the first first season comes back in a big way as like all part of this like overall story like it's just so well crafted and like i remember reading an interview with the the creator of it where he's like everyone thinks the show was canceled I knew what I wanted to say. I knew I could say it in two seasons. Like, this this is the story. This this Mm. wasn't us rushing the story. This wasn't like this is the pace that we set for ourselves. You do a little bit of digging. You're just like, oh man, this is like one of those shows that just has a a really rabid fan base. And like, I Mm -hmm. get it. Like this is this is definitely one of those things where if I'm at a convention, I see someone cosplaying as. A Gravity Falls character, I I would get excited and be like, yo, we got to talk about this. (laughs) So like that that was it was so nice to have something. I'm actually missing it because now Mm -hmm. it's like there was this cool, wholesome thing that it was like when I was done doing podcast work, I'd sit down and knock out two or three episodes. And now it's like, well, shit, (laughs) like there's just like this empty space where I don't say this often, but I'm like, I don't know, maybe I could just start it over again. (laughs) Like, like I soon. Yeah, like that yeah. so that's I just I loved it so much, especially if you're listening and you have a kid. It is heavy existential shit <laughs> that they cover <laughs> throughout true. the entire show. Like the Well, entire... Rugrats was like that too. Yeah, it, no. I mean, <laughs> Kyle, I cannot wait for you to start watching wait. it because yeah. I think you'll be like texting me. Maybe not during the first mm-hmm. season, but like second season you're just going to be like, "What the f- yeah. This was a kids show <laughs> like Yeah. Like the stuff that they're tackling about, like fate and just it's there. There are moments. I'll I'll say this, which is not a spoiler in any way, even though it's from the last episode. There are moments that I legitimately tear up and cry because the whole the whole framework of the show is that the two main characters are just visiting this town for the summer. So everything is within that one summer, and they build up all right. these great relationships. Oh, everything's with these so temporary yeah so the final episode after everything is resolved they have to say goodbye to all of these characters and like the one character as they're saying goodbye uh just says i never had friends before thank you for being my people and i was like that line just like hit me in such a such a powerful way because i think about like for me, I look at it through the lens of like the kid who had, who had so much trouble making friends in elementary school that the guidance counselor held him back a year because right. they're like, Oh, maybe he'll do better. And then I look at like what I have and like what I've built from like sitting in front of a microphone and like talking about my feelings yes. and sharing an interest. And like, I think that that's something that shouldn't be forgotten. And I think that that show captures that magic of like, meeting those people that you can just be fucking weird around and like they're not going to judge you and want to walk away aka the the horror movie night story <laughs> so, that the truth. but but yeah so gravity falls it's great um if you've got kids watch it even if you don't have kids you should still watch it you can knock it out over like a couple weeks just knocking out a couple episodes a night um you'll laugh you'll cry you'll you'll literally want to start it over again and uh I don't know. We're getting sentimental, so I guess this is a good time as any to just always remind you guys that as much as we love entertaining you, we also love to be here for you. So if you're ever going through anything, you ever feel alone, you've got a friend over at the Horror Movie Night podcast. And, uh, you know, we won't always make you watch something like Split Second. <laughs> well, sometimes, sometimes we'll put on good movies. <laughs> we did that like three weeks ago at this. Point. Yeah, we got yeah, So we, we yeah. gave them the the, yeah. the, the the red meat. Now they're yeah. back see to it, the see it in
0: June with another good <laughs> yeah. one. I don't know.
2: All right. Well, that was Split Second from 1992, and we'll be back next week with more our movie night.